This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments, allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome. This is Dr. Vic, and you are listening to The Mindful Experiment as every week, Tuesday, 7 a.m. Central Standard Time on my private Facebook group, Empowered Living with Dr. Vic. You can check out the link to join in the show notes where we go every week and we discuss something, some topic, some form to help expand you, give you some inspiration and so much more in your life and all that you do. Excited to have you on here today as we're going to be discussing chapter three of my book. Really, we're going to be talking about is understanding the, the ego and the truth about it, and what really is ego. In my previous years, when I was practicing energy medicine and diving deep into the whole concept of understanding energy, universal laws, and so much more, I was always fascinated about how the ego was like the bad thing to um, that we had. It was like our curse. It was the thing that we had to work through. And throughout life, I, I believed it. I believed it wholeheartedly. And it was, you know, I, I was just like, I got to a point though, where as much as I was destroying the ego, destroying the ego and breaking myself down, rising like the Phoenix, kept doing this over and over and over. I started to get a little exhausted because I'm like, okay, how many more times am I going to have to do this? Like when there is a point where it's, this is, it's easier. And then I'll never forget the day when I had a meditation and the words came to me that said, 
Nothing in the universe is ever wasted or created by desire. Everything is out of need. If this is true, then how can ego be bad? If this is true, there's a purpose why you have ego. And from that meditation, I was like, hmm, okay, what if that is true, right? Whenever I get a message, I let life take its course, and I try to figure it out in some way, shape, or form. And what was interesting was is that it's true. The, the ego is, in this chapter of the book, I talk about ego. I try to really, you guys have to understand, this, is, this was a challenging moment. Chapter three, four, and five of my book was a huge challenge for me because there are people who've written books on ego. And here I am trying to explain it all within a chapter or two. And so, but I love, you know, starting out the chapter, I love this quote and, and it's by Debbie Ford. And she said, to live in the light of a new day in an unimaginable, unpredictable future, you must become fully present to a deeper truth, not a truth from your head, but a truth from your heart, not a truth from your ego, but the truth from the higher source. Love that quote. And, you know, again, as I shared earlier, my story about the journey, I kind of share that in the book, a little bit of the stories of what I went through and how it came up and, and, and the whole process of my experience and the walls I hit and so much more. Again, I don't share a lot of the stories on the podcast because that defeats the purpose of getting the book and really grasping. You guys have to understand, I'm not trying to um, hold information from you so that you go buy the book. Um, it's just that there's a beautiful process in how I've written the book and with a journey I want to take you through. And so each step of the way guides that. I want to make sure I don't interfere with that. But it's something that, you know, we've been always told that ego is bad and so forth. But I, um, there's a story I shared in my first book, uh, The Cherokee Legend, um, in my first book, Rediscover Your Greatness. And I shared to, I said, go ahead and Google that. And you can go ahead and get more of experience about what you're giving your life and your power to and what you give power over. And so you can go ahead and check that out. But in many times I was sharing about like, if it's so true that nature had, you know, nothing's created out of need uh, of a want, it's all out of need. And if that is so true in nature and in our body and in the universe, then why do we have to fight cancer? When someone says they have cancer, they're fighting cancer. You're fighting your body. That never made sense to me at all. Now, some will say, well, because you have cancer, your body's creating it. And it's like, yeah, but let's go back to the law. The body never creates anything it doesn't need. So if it's creating cancer to survive in some way, shape, or form through a very toxic body, a toxic mind, uh, misinformations, neurologically gas pedal like crazy, where you're just revving, and this is the effect of it over a long period of time, what are you fighting, right? When you have to fight Alzheimer's, when you have to fight dementia, when you have to fight multiple sclerosis, you know, you get my drift. We put the word fight in there and we're giving it power to resist. You see, because anytime you resist something, the other thing is going to persist. And... And when you say you're going to fight something, you're giving the power away to give it control, right? And you're saying that I'm going to fight this body of mine, right? And I always said the logic doesn't mind. I share this in the book a little bit. But it's, it's one of those things that anytime that you go ahead and you share uh, that you're fighting something, you're standing up for a fight, you're standing up for this, you're giving the power away to that, 
okay? And ego thinks it's a fight, but it's not. It's literally just a, a, a giving of power. Now, you don't have to take my word for it. Mother Teresa was someone who said she would never attend an anti-war rally, ever. She understood the principle of resist, persist. What she did is she said, you would always catch me at a pro-peace rally. Because she realized that the things you focus on is what you give life to. If you think you have to fight something in your body or you have to fight for a cause or if you're in a fight for something, at the end of the day, you're giving the power to that. You're taking the power which you have within you to create whatever it is you want, and you're creating a bigger issue, a bigger problem. Um, in the book, I don't talk about this, but in government, it's, this is, government is the best way to explain how they resist, right? Anytime government gets involved in something, prices will always skyrocket. It has done this for the history of time. And it's interesting. If you don't believe me, go look at the uh, Department of Energy when they got created. And then look what happened with energy. Look at the dependency of energy, um, how much United States created at the moment. And you can see that. Or in the United States, you can look at the Department of Education, right? When they got created and they got involved, student loans, wow, we're going to help people with student loans. What happened now? All of a sudden, student loans skyrocketed right? It always increases the cost. Government will always do that because they're fighting something. When you put more energy into something, you create more of that. Just like cancer and heart disease. The more you fight that, the more you create a bigger machine. Just like if you look at finances, right? Why do so many people not achieving financial wealth? They can study all the books in the world. They can do what they want, but financially, they're not what they want to make because it's where your mind's at. What are you giving energy to? What are you resisting? Right. So those are some things I dive into a little bit. And the thing is, the truth about ego is, guys, you'll never, ever defeat your ego. It's not going to happen. Stop trying to defeat it. It will always be a step ahead of you. This is why the quote that I love so much that I live my life by as much as I possibly can, that I truly believe is a step and path to your power to enlightenment, inspiration, fulfillment, achieving dreams, goals, things you want to achieve. If you're a business owner, how to go to the next level. If you're in a career, how to take it to that next level and so much more is the quote by Lao Tzu. You know, and, 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 and knowing others is strength, but knowing yourself is power. And when you can get to know yourself and know how things work, you can take yourself to any level you want to go. And the truth be told is that the ego is always step ahead of you because it knows it knows your weaknesses. It knows your thoughts. It knows how to pull strings on you. It knows your every step of the way it knows you. And so that's one thing you have to pay attention to and know that it's always going to kick your butt. So what do you do about that? Right. We'll dive into a little. You know, I, like I said, I asked, I told you in the beginning when I first started this podcast, I talked about how I, nothing was created out of a desire. It's always created out of a need. And, you know, then why the ego exist? I was, this is something that took me on a journey. It took me time to grasp. But what I started to realize is ego is our best friend. What I started to realize is that ego is what will put you in the dark. And just like I said in chapter two, if you checked out my podcast on that, if you haven't, go last week, we talked about it. The dark is your best ally. Your ego is your best ally. But how can that be true if a lot of people say it's not? From an evolutionary standpoint, the ego is there. If it wasn't for the ego, we wouldn't be here as humans today. We wouldn't evolve. We wouldn't know. We wouldn't have to pattern. We wouldn't know our processes. We wouldn't understand how things work, memory, uh, protection, survival, all those things. 
Ego is there for that huge purpose. It's there to help us um, thrive and survive, well, so to survive in every step of the way. And it has gotten us to where we are today in human civilization and involvement. But the ego also brings in darkness. That's the other part of it, which is not a bad thing per se. Um, ego means edging God out, right? And God is light in life. So when we let ego drive our life and lead it, we slowly shut off the light and allow for more darkness. And that's the thing about ego that a lot of people harp on as being bad. That's the thing that they kind of just put a blanket statement on it. And really, that's not true. Ego is there to help you as much as possible. But ego, if you let your ego dictate your life, what majority of people are doing today, because with information and technology and dependency on things outside yourself, that's all ego. Ego would rather have control, certainty, and know how things are moving forward rather than uncertainty, not having control and allowing to just trust the process. Now, some of you may say, hmm, I don't know about that. Ego makes life black or white. doesn't make sense. I learn things. I grow. Well, that's a good thing. Remember, but when you were a kid, you can watch a movie and you can watch it a hundred times and never get bored. Why is it as humans, as adults, you watch a movie five, three, five, ten times, if you can even get there. Why don't we enjoy things like we were anymore? Right. And so in the chapter, I dive in some stories about myself. I dive into some things that will discuss different aspects to kind of help bring it in. And I talk about ego in the sense of the, the health world versus the vitalistic versus allopathic. Um, and I just share the difference between the two and how one's very egocentric. And that's why it's the le leading aspect everyone goes to when they think of health, per se, and how one is not as much because it's not a linear process, right? Being a chiropractor, I, you know, one thing I have learned, and I shared this in the last uh, week's uh, podcast episode, is that it's a lot easier for the mind to grasp to say that someone says, if you have this condition, you take this pill and everything's going to be fine. You know, you're not going to have that symptom anymore. It doesn't mean there's other things going on. It doesn't mean that there's other issues going on. It just means that there is some shape or form something going ahead and saying, well, I solved this problem. Vitalism, chiropractic, says, guess what? You have this going on. We're going to do this work. Here's the vision of we're going to go. But that whole journey to get there, have no idea how it's going to be. Don't know how your body's going to respond. I don't know if you're going to get worse before you get better. I have no idea how things are going to go. And so different perspective. People like to have control, especially when it comes over something like health. But at the same token, which one's going to get you to the results you desire? Option B. But it's one of those things. So I break down a whole process of that in the book, and I talk a lot about it in a lot of different forms. I add in relationships, marriage, and all these different things. Um, I even bring up some personal stories. So it's, it's again, not diving too much into that because it, it takes away from the beauty of the book because there's a process behind the way I wrote this book. But ego will always say, if you ever caught yourself, this is ego dictating your life, right? And we do this a lot in, in personal development, coaching. I've done this so many times to myself where, okay, what do I have to do to get to this level of success? How do I have to be? Okay, great. So I'm going to do A, B, and C. And I expect in three months, four months, six months, I'm going to be there, right? 
What you don't realize is that's your ego dictating your life. What you realize is that's your ego telling you when it should happen. Thinking that you know more than the universe. And so when you start to do things or catch yourself in that way, that is a sign that tells you that you think this is how it should go. You know, I see this in health all the time. Patients who I'll work with, sometimes they have an issue and it's kind of a frustration, which I totally get. I've been there many times in my life. I share a personal story about what I went through, one of my health issues that I had to deal with. But at the same token, you know, I, I tell them, we're going to get there. We're going to get through this. We're going to break through this pattern. We're going to break through this process. Just give it time, right? But we, they think after a certain period of time, they should be at a certain level. And, you know, again, is that trusting the process or is it letting ego take over? Ego doesn't like the words, trust the process. Ego hates that. Ego likes control, prediction, and knowing the outcome of what's going to happen. And the and that's when we're leading our life. So you have to look at your life, right? If you are letting ego dictate your life, you're trying to predict every step of the way. And anytime there's nothing that's going the way you predict it to be, all of a sudden now you're creating frustration, ang- um, you're getting upset, worry, you get mad. Um, there's resistance there, a lot of friction. And so what ends up happening is you create more issues and stress in your life than just naturally be designed. Plus, if you're trying to dictate everything in your life, you're trying to mute life. Because to me, the true definition of hell is knowing every outcome that could happen. I was that type of guy who tried to predict all that. I wanted to know every step of the way. If I'm, this is my success. This is my path to success. This is how I'm doing it. And I can't tell you, you know, I look back at my life now and I'm like, man, why did I hit so many walls in my life? I get it. I'm a stubborn SOB. So I get the work I had to do to break those patterns. I had to hit that wall, universe smacking me in the face, going into the dark, right? Every single time. And I would try to figure out, well, that didn't work. I'm going to go try again because I am one persistent, stubborn SOB. And so what I've learned through the process is doing the work and trusting and just saying, you know what? Universe knows better. How dare I think I know better than the universe? How dare with less than a percentage, less than a fraction of a percentage of all the knowledge out there that I know, how can I think that I know better than the universe? How can you think that you know better than the universe? And from that moment, I had to make a choice and I made that choice and trusted the process. And I talk about this journey a little bit of how I did that and and I go into the world a little bit and I break down ego a little bit more. Again, saving some of this good stuff because it's, it's an amazing book to read. But what I talk about, though, is that, you know, it, like if I said you're not, you know, if you don't trust the process, you let ego dictate your world. And, you know, no matter what, you, we don't know better than the universe. You can think you do, but you don't. If you don't like that statement, you're getting a little upset about that, your ego is getting challenged, right? It's just like when someone says something to you that you hold on to an identity and then all of a sudden they challenge that identity um, and you get resistant, your ego is getting challenged. It's not the identity. The identity is ego. And so, and there's two types of identities. And I'll talk about that in the chapters to come because, again, I couldn't do this all in one chapter. But we live in a very egocentric world. And... um, and it's one of those things where, you know, if I do this, I get this. And, and, and try to catch yourself in that pattern, right? If I do this, I get that. I've, I've studied so much in personal development, self-help. I'm not saying that I know everything. I've seen so many different programs. I've been in so many different co- companies. I've done a lot of different things in my life. And what I've learned is that 
what gets me annoyed is when I see, and there's nothing wrong with those guys. So please don't please get that. I'm not bashing this, but it's, it's kind of interesting because this is all part of the egocentric world. When somebody uses flashy cars, big house, they use, they show all their money and they're like, this is what you can do if you do this, or if you do this, this is where you can get to. And it's like, that's great, but that's, that's, that's pulling you in from an ego part because what ends up happening is you're thinking, ah, I do that. I get this, right? Ego makes it simple. But reality is that's not true. There's going to be work involved. How that course is for that person was different. That's going to be for you. There's a lot of variables that come into place when it happens. And so, I, again, I share some stories behind that. But the, the end of the day, you know, the ego isn't bad. I know I'm bashing it a little bit, but it's not bad. The ego is there for your life for survival. But the key thing is, how do you let ego be part of the way? but not control everything. How do you let ego guide you a little bit? Or like say, hey, basically what I say is let your heart lead the way, but hold ego's hand while you do it. How do you get to that point? Because when you can do that, you will always lead your life by your heart rather than your mind or ego. And you will allow to achieve and experience the things you need to expand, grow, and evolve. But more importantly, the things that will happen for you are going to be for you. And what I've learned in my short 36 times around the sun is that the more I've let go in my life, the more I embrace the darkness and the lessons life are trying to teach me, the more wisdom the more in depth I go and actually the more the things I really needed for me to go to that next level happen. And that's in every aspect of my life. And so emotions, don't, as last, I, this last question, last sentence I have in the chapter says emotions don't lie and they are there to guide you in this journey and let you know where you are and so much more. In the next chapter, we break down ego in two different forms and start to talk about what's that other form of ego that's awakening and what's the ego that I've, that most people talk about, which is self-identity or unawareness. Because when you create an identity, what ends up happening is you think that's how your life is and X, Y, Z. But in truth, that identity is false. It's a choice of what you make. Like I'm a chiropractor. You can think of what it's going to happen is when I say I am a chiropractor, number one, I'm identifying myself as being a chiropractor. I'm not a chiropractor. I'm acting as a chiropractor. Right. And that, what that means, I'm licensed and all that. So don't take that out of context content. But the thing is, what I'm saying is I chose to choose the experience of being a chiropractor in this lifetime. I talk a lot about this in chapter one of my, my first book, Rediscover Your Greatness. We dive into breaking down the ego from an identity standpoint, from a label standpoint. And so because once you start breaking down the labels and you start to realize, no, I'm not a chiropractor. I'm me being and experiencing what a chiropractor is in my own experience. Now, all of a sudden, you flip the script and you're in control in the sense that you're creating your own experience. What I mean by control. And you get to dictate your experience of what you want to have in that process. Just like I'm a mindset catalyst. Not many people know what a mindset catalyst is. But for me, I'm choosing to be a mindset catalyst. And the process of what that is and creating an experience for me of what I would like to experience being a mindset catalyst, just like a father and a son. I'm not a father yet, but a son, um, you know, a husband, those types of things. People think, oh, this is what a husband does. Mm -mm, That's an ego centric, linear, label, compartmentalizing thinking. 
What's the husband that you want to be or the wife that you want to be? What's the business owner entrepreneur that you want to be? How do you want to create your experience? Now we're, what we're doing is we're taking the power and bringing it back to you and saying, how do you want to dictate that? Instead of listening to the leaders and the individuals who go out there and tell you how you should be a certain way and how you should do certain things and how being like, for me, my story, a chiropractor and being told this is what a chiropractor does. This is what a successful chiropractor is. This is how a chiropractor should be talked. Here's all the terminology and the labels that we use and X, Y, Z. Um, that's all great, but I choose the, chiro- the chiropractic of what I see chiropractic to be fit. That fits my values and the things that I want to share. And I share it to the world and, you know, does it cross over with other definitions and stuff? Yeah, of course it does. But overall, it's my way of showing. And that's something that when it comes to your life, that's the goal of this chapter is really breaking that down to go deeper into it. So that's all I got for chapter three, guys. Um, Really, really, like I said, there's a lot of stories in there. I don't want to. I don't want to really share too much because it takes away from the magic of the book and the flow of each lesson. Um, but definitely get a copy if you haven't. Um, I'm offering a free copy to you, handwritten autograph and everything. All you have to do is cover the shipping and handling. The link is in the show notes. Go ahead and get your free copy today. Um, it is available also on Kindle, Nook. And it's now available, paperback is available on Amazon and available on all markets, Australia, Denmark, uh, UK, Canada, um, Italy, um, Europe primarily, um, and all the Amazon markets. So it's uh, available to purchase. Go tell your friends about this. I can't tell you the feedback we've been getting in just a short time that I've released the book um, really has been um, life transformational for me. It has inspired me to level up even more. Um, and it's just been really, really great. So check that out. Number two, if you haven't yet, please go click the link below and come on to my uh, free uh, private Facebook group. I do this Facebook Live every Tuesday. You can come chat, ask questions and comments below um, and so forth. We're trying to figure out, we're also going to do a YouTube one. So you'll be starting to see a link in my show notes about YouTube um, as we start to do YouTube Lives also um, just to create to create more dialogue and really start to have some more conversations. This is really just a conversation to have with me and I'm offering it to you, especially to my private group. And that way um, we can expand and grow together and evolve to live more inspired and full of life. So I want to thank you for listening. And as always, 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 until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential.
thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.